Hi, and welcome to Cheers to You. My name is Brooke Voris, and I am CEO and founder of Brooke Voris Weddings. We are wedding planners and consultants, and sometimes we even take on the role of an unlicensed therapist when needed. This show is going to give you a behind-the-scenes look at what really goes on in a wedding planner's life. Throw in a meticulously neat husband, a handful of energetic kids, a crazy dog, and an overly close, overly opinionated family, and you have just been introduced into my world. It is a full, fabulous, fun life with big and small wins, but also a lot of bumps along the way. However good or bad, they have all brought me to this moment, and I would love to share them with you. Let's get started. Cheers to you. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 24 of our 30 Timeline Topics in 40 Days. My name's Brooke Voris, and I'm the host of your show, Cheers to You. Today, we're going to get into the topic of how to best arrange your seating and understand basically who's getting what at your wedding. So when you do your cards with your invitations and you're asking people for what kind of dishes they want for the wedding, typically you have a choice between three options. Um, you know, two of them being a meat or a fish and or chicken or the um, the third option of a vegetarian, or if you are doing specialty meals, like people would check off which meal they wanted if it's going to be a plate at dinner. So when you arrange those tables <clears throat> and you arrange the people during the night, one of the biggest things that you want to keep in mind is you want to be able to let the caterers know the easiest possible way for who has what meals. So that way it doesn't delay the timing of the night for you. So if you have a group of people that you're sitting together, there's different ways that you can get creative with how to notify the caterers on on the dishes. So one of the ways that people sometimes use is they mark, they if they're doing seating cards, so if you're going up to a table and you're picking up your seating card, sometimes what they do is they use little circle stickers to identify the different meals. So meal one would be a blue sticker, meal two, a green, meal three, a yellow. So on the back of the card, it would actually have the stickers. So that way when the caterer or the waiters come over and they place the meals, they know immediately what meal that what meal each person at that table has just by simply looking at the back of the card. And oftentimes they don't even have to touch the card. They just kind of walk around, look at it from the other side of the table and then place the meals appropriately. That's your best option if you are using a seating um, place card. If you're not, another way to do this is to have a diagram up front for the caterers. So that way when you attend the day of your wedding, they have already a list of this is how many people at table one will be receiving a meat. This is how many people at table one will be receiving a fish. This is how many people at one will have a vegetarian meal. And if there's any kind of specialty diets, for instance, one of the things that are very popular right now to be aware of is when is a is the gluten-free meals. People have allergies to different things. So one of the things now that we're doing is we're marking all those specialty meals that have to be prepared in advance. So when we meet with the couples 
we ask how many people have specialty dietary needs. And then what we do is we mark them accordingly with the caterer and say, okay, table one has two gluten-free meals. It's going to be this, you know, this person and this person. So when you go to the table, you know that two of those people will be getting meals and you also know their names. So that way, if someone says, oh, I forgot to tell you, I don't know if it was marked, you can ask easily, what is your name? Oh, yes, we do have you down as a gluten-free meal. You're fine. Now, the other thing to keep in mind of is before the wedding, you want to have a conversation with your caterer that is very specific to say, are you able to prepare specialty meals? Because sometimes caterers are very particular in what they're offering, and other times they have a lot of flexibility. So it all depends on how the meals are being prepared and how much time in advance they know. This one time we had kosher meals that had to be brought in because of the the specialty needs around a kosher meal. It had to be placed by the, um, the kosher caterers and untouched by anybody at the facility. It was very specific. And had we not known that in advance, we wouldn't have been able to accommodate that request. So because we were you know, able to talk to the couple and say, listen, this is a very unique situation in what you need for this particular caterer. Let's get it, let's get ahead of it. Let's have a conversation. And that caterer was actually able to find a kosher caterer who would be willing to deliver those meals and make sure that they were properly prepared and set on the table and everything was, uh, I guess for lack of a better word, clean for those people to eat that meal. Hey, podcast listeners, this is Brooke Voris. I don't know about you, but I'm a person that wears many different hats. So I am constantly looking for easier ways to get things done, especially in today's world when it isn't so easy to leave the house anymore. Brooke Voris Weddings is in the final stages of launching a virtual workshop for all of the couples that need some upfront help planning the big day. All of this is done via your computer in the comfort of your own space. This is specifically for people who do not need in-person help on their wedding day, but just need some direction in putting it all together. This is designed for the couples that have day of coordinators included at their venue already, but realized quickly, other than handing them a list of preferred vendors, they aren't able to assist much with anything else until the actual wedding day. It's also for someone who says, I really just don't have the time to look everything up, or where do I start? If any of this sounds like you, reach out to us at brookvoriswedings.com and let us know that you're a podcast subscriber by clicking on the virtual planning workshop and entering in cheers to you. We will send you information on the workshop and its pricing. The first 20 people to register will be given 50% off the total price of the workshop. Yes, you heard me correctly. It is an incredible deal and my way to say thank you to you for being a valued listener. Now, the other thing that you have to be aware of is there are going to be people last minute that come and say, oh, I'm a vegetarian or, oh, I have a certain, you know, uh, allergy. That is okay for them to come and say that on the day of, but understand it, it may not be able to be accommodated because if that caterer prepares food on site that day, there's not a lot of wiggle room for what they can, um, you know, they can do to accommodate specialty needs. So 
they'll maybe offer a plate of vegetables or maybe they'll offer some pasta if they have it. But if you can talk to them in advance and the best way to, that's your best bet. But the other thing that you should really do is on your place cards that you're sending out or on your, I'm sorry, on your RSVP cards that you're sending out to people saying, what meal would you like? Mark on your card, please put all specialty requests on the back of this card and indicate, you know, with an arrow for us to see. So that way you're giving that person an opportunity to say, oh, I'm gluten-free. Can you please prepare me that meal? It typically doesn't cost you as the couple any more money to do this. It's often and you know looked at as the same price of a different meal, but it just allows them to prepare better. And then that way there's no holdup on the day of or no last minute preparations being had and someone's meal not being ready when everybody else's is. So you want to make sure you don't draw extra attention to those people because usually if they do have a specialty request, they don't want to be difficult. They want to just kind of like blend in. But when their meal isn't ready and everybody else is sitting there with their meals hot on the table, it can sometimes be awkward for people. So just so we're clear, make sure that if there's any certain, you know, unique dietary needs that need to be met. You find out as soon as you can, and the best way to do that is to indicate that when you send out the invitation for them to put it on the the card and mark it. Now, understand, you may get more than you expect, because in today's world, we are seeing there are a huge amount of allergies to be aware of. So make sure you have a conversation with your caterer first in that they are able to provide these different meals for you. Because if they aren't, then you can't offer that to the people. You only can offer what they can provide, or then you'll have to look elsewhere. So make sure the first conversation you have is with the caterer in terms of knowing what it is that they can offer for you. Then mark it on your RSVP card. So that way, the sooner you get that information, the better it is for the caterer. And find out how far in advance they need to know that. Usually it's within a couple weeks is is more than sufficient, but better to ask the question and have that information than get there on the day of and have some kind of confusion. And then thirdly, make sure that you mark it the best way you can. If you are doing a place card, think about a sticker or think about a little symbol that you could put on the back of the card. You can even print it if you want, like a star for this, a little fish for this, like whatever it is, a, you know... Uh, lettuce for the vegetarian. It's really cute how they how crafty people can become now with these. And invitation companies are great to work with, and they do this all the time. So they will be able to help you mark these place cards um, if you have enough time to have them print it. So make sure you mark it for the for the wait staff, so that way it moves your process along quicker of seating and plating dinner. If you are going to do a chart or graph of some kind, make sure that you hand the waiters or the catering you know, person that you're dealing with a, a handout of each table and how many at each table are what kind of meal. So that way there is no question. And if there are specialty diets, make sure you give their name, their table number, and what their restrictions are. So that way when the waiter goes up, they know exactly who is receiving that meal. The next time on Cheers to You, we get into the special touches that you are preparing for the wedding day.
Hi, Brooke Voris here. If you like what you heard on the show, cheers to you. Then please leave us a review, subscribe to the show, or forward it on to a friend. It would be greatly appreciated. Something on your mind? Don't forget to go to brookevorisweddings.com to submit your question so it can be discussed on the show. Thank you for listening and cheers to you.